Go ahead, be brave and tell your mommy. We're at the occupational therapist, OT, for my eight-year-old daughter's weekly appointment. I usually sit in a double mirror office room adjacent to the gym, observing while she works with the specialist one-on-one for an hour. A quiet hour that I look forward to each week as a working mom of two kids under 10. We're only 25 minutes into our session when I see my daughter emerge with her therapist. Mom, my daughter starts, I need to let you know that I think you never have time for me and that you care about my sister more than me. I want to tell you that I think you should stop working and that I need more attention from you because you're really busy. She stops and gives me puppy dog eyes. I see the OT nodding as my daughter talks. Then the OT adds, McKenna was having a tough time today and she opened up to me about how she's feeling. We wanted to share it with you. The air feels thick. I choke back my own tears as I watch them well up in my daughter's sweet eyes. I'm caught off guard, not by the emotional confession from my child, but rather the naive assumptions of a well-intentioned professional whose overreaching comments make it clear she doesn't understand our family's story. McKenna is my oldest daughter, and I love her more than anything. She is also a well of need that never runs dry. At eight years old, she has an impressively long diagnosis list, anxiety disorder, dysregulatory mood disruptive disorder, sensory processing disorder, auditory processing disorder, and autism. As a baby, she wouldn't sleep for more than 45 minutes at a time without the aid of a loud hairdryer, a perpetual baby bop bounce, or the comfort of a close snuggle. As a toddler, she required constant reassurance that her first dance class would be okay. Prolonged consoling when a friend took her favorite doll and the comforting pressure of my hand on her hand, even as she watched her favorite Doc McStuffins episode on the couch. Nights with grandma for a parents-only date night were a no-go unless she was already in bed and in a deep sleep. My twice-weekly workouts sparked immediate meltdowns unless she was allowed to be in the room with me. At the same time, like an old cat who's only interested in human contact on its own terms, personal space is often her greatest desire. It's a roll of the dice as to which kid you'll get on any given day. Clingy, needy, attached at the hip, McKenna, or standoffish, please remove yourself from my orbit, McKenna. On the worst days, we're locked in a loop of perpetual drama over the slightest missteps. On the best days, McKenna is a joyful nymph tinkering around the house, dreaming up complicated plans for a cheerleading squad with her third grader friends. Her best self is brainy and beautiful, free of insecurities and codependence. She is patient with her sister and cares deeply about other people. I've learned over the years that I'll never meet all her needs, even though everything inside me desperately wants to. It's crushing to watch your daughter fight herself and everyone else, to not be able to control her emotions or sometimes her own body. But I know that while it's my responsibility to guide her and help her as best I can, 
it's ultimately not my full responsibility to determine who she becomes, and it wouldn't be feasible for me to do so anyway. And that's why I was so angry at this OT for parading my amazing, complicated daughter in front of me, insinuating that I wasn't servicing her needs. Especially because it has taken me so long to get to a place where I know what to focus on and what to let go of. A place where I don't let guilt reign supreme over my life. <laughs> 